Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. The reading today comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 24. This comes from a section in Ephesians where Paul is urging these Christians to walk in the manner of their calling in Jesus Christ. And he goes on to talk about the unity of the church. He talks about how Christ has gifted the church uh, with leaders, uh, with people to help the flock mature and grow up. There are these apostles that have authority in the church. There are these prophets that are inspired also. And now we have these shepherd leaders and we have teachers in the church to help the church grow up in their faith. Now he's talking about this new life we have in Christ in verse 17. There was this old way of doing things. And now a new epic has dawned in Jesus Christ. So today I want to read to you from Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. This is the English Standard Version. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy, to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new creation or the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So when we go back, we notice He says, listen, I'm going to testify on the Lord that you cannot walk as the way of the Gentiles. Now, this would just be the pagans, those that are not Christian, those that are not in the church. And they have this futile mind, and they are darkened in their understanding. Now, there are three things that he he compares Christians to. These are all negatives, very negative terms, very uh, dark terms in the Greek when you go back and look at what he's saying. First of all, he says their hearts are like stone. And the word used here for stone is is marble, harder than marble, actually. Now, this would be like a bone that's broken and it's it's uh, grown back together even harder than it was before. Uh, this is like a person that has become desensitized to any type of feeling whatsoever. They become so hardened in their heart that they don't even realize what they're doing is wrong anymore. Then he talks about people. The next stage is people that have no shame or decency. So these people outside of Christ, not only are they, are they hard in their heart like marble, but they also have no shame or decency when it comes to their evil. And the third way he compares the church to those that it would be pagan are people so dominated by sin, they, they don't care that they hurt others or even if they injure other people or lead others into sin. Uh, so it's this misery loves good company concept. So those three things in particular Hard-hearted people, people that have no shame or no decency, and people so dominated by sin and they're so blinded, they will hurt others in the process. Then he gives them this exhortation. He's like, you know, you didn't learn that in Christ. You didn't learn that in Christ. Matter of fact, a, a scholar by the name of Masson said in his study, he said, the Sermon on the Mount and the cross forever exclude the union of faith and immorality. Jesus and faith in Jesus and immorality have no 
connection to one another whatsoever. The abuse of grace, this idea that grace is cheap and that somehow because I've been saved, I can live however, however I want to. That concept is unknown in the Bible, and especially to the Apostle Paul. He would think that would be a ridiculous concept. And he, he gives them this, this concept of to put off your old self. So there's three things going on here as you think about how you move from this, this darkened sense of reality, this hardened sense of reality, into new life in Christ. So there's this putting off of your old self. It's, this is almost like a garment. You would take off this old garment of, of the rags of sin. So you're going to put off the old self. And then you're going to have this renewal of your mind, the spirit of your mind. That sounds very familiar. We've heard that in other places in the Apostle Paul. Um, created after the likeness in God in true righteousness and holiness. So you've got this putting off, this renewal of the mind, and this putting on of new self. So three things in particular. Putting off, renewal in, in your mind, and putting on the new self. Now, as you think about two ways to form good Christian character, solid Christian character, when you look throughout the Apostle Paul, and you look through his writings and writings of the other New Testament writers, you're going to notice two things. Number one, constant renewal of your mind. There's a struggle, the battlefield of how you think and how you see the world. You're constantly resetting your mind. This is an everyday, every second process for a Christian. You know, you're always alert to that. And the second thing is accepting your identity in Christ. That, that's the two ways to develop strong Christian character, to constantly renew your mind. And, and then secondly, accept who you are in Christ and what he's done for you. Now, here's something interesting as you're thinking about a deeper study. A lot of scholars think that there was a catechism in the early church. Now, catechism it's just a simple Q&A you would do to train people that are coming to faith in Christ. You would meet a new convert. They don't know much about Christianity. Uh, so within the rule of faith, the rule of faith would just be this distillation of apostolic teaching, you know, the basics of, of what it means to be a Christian. Eventually, that would become what, what people call creeds and baptismal confessions, things you would say at your baptism. They do believe that there was probably some type of catechism so now have a question and answer thing you would do in new converts. And the reason they think that is because when you see this idea of putting off and renewing and putting on, those three concepts show up in many different New Testament writers, not just the Apostle Paul. This is a pervasive throughout the New Testament. So they think that possibly uh, when people were being taught about the Christian faith, those three things would come up. That if you're going to be a Christian, you put off the old self, you renew your mind, and you put on the new self. So for our purposes today, as we're thinking of application, just some basic things to remember. The old way, the way of sin is being hard-hearted, harder than marble, no shame, no decency, dominated by sin so much you don't care what people, if you hurt people even. Then, as we think about our new walk with Christ, we put off that old self. We, we renew our minds. This is this reversal uh, of the old way. It's happening by this mind renewal. Then we put on our new self. Now, I'm going to read this like we always do as we close out the passage one more time. Now that we have all these things in mind, these themes we've talked about, let's hear the passage one more time. Ephesians 4, 17 through 24. 
Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardness of heart, they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learn Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, is the truth is in Jesus. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Well, I hope this reading today and these thoughts have, have built up your faith and, and developed your understanding of your calling in Jesus Christ and the holiness that God is calling us to. Well, I hope to see you again tomorrow uh, as we look at another reading in our weekly readings at Westgate Church of Christ.